Hey, and welcome to the Master Sessions. This is a podcast where we sample a session beer, learn about a topic from someone who's mastered it in less time than it takes to get a pizza delivered. So bring your thirst for craft beer and knowledge as we crack this one open. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. This is Ryan, and I am joined today by Mickey Scott. Say hi, Mickey. Hey, guys. Okay, and we are at the, um, the Youngsville Yacht Club Beverage House. Um, I should probably start asking people to pay me for advertising, but they're not, um, before I start plugging them. Um, so we are having the, uh, what is this again? This is the Salty Turtle Beer Company, Hey Zay. This has a beer advocate score of 3.99. It's an American IPA. Uh, it's made here in North Carolina. Um, and uh, the description from one of the reviewers says that it's an herbal, pithy, and grassy with solvent chemical thing going on. And I don't get that at all. Is that what you get from this? Not necessarily. No. <laughs> no. My first sip, I was really actually pretty excited with it. I thought it was really very good, and it's really starting to um, to grow on me. I definitely get that it's very hoppy. Um, it's very citrusy, mm-hmm. and I do get that it's a little salty, too. I, what do you think? Kind of. Not as bad as, like, a goes. I don't know if you ever had one of those, but that's, like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's like, salty. Yeah. Salty, salty. Like, ex-girlfriend salty. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, so Mickey, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and then we'll get into your master, uh, description today. Cool. So my name is Mickey. I grew up in South Florida, right along the beach. I recently moved to North Carolina about a year ago to start working as a nurse. Um, and when I was about five years old, my dad forced me into a sailboat and I originally hated the sport and grew to absolutely love it, became super passionate about it and ended up teaching for a little while. Um, I taught at a youth sailing program and taught mostly um, Opti's Sunfish, which is the boat we're gonna chat about, and lasers as well. Awesome. And so, yeah, we're gonna put put it all together. So we've got this nautical themed beer. We are at the Yacht Club Beverage House and we're gonna be talking about sailing. So, Obviously, you have uh, demonstrable expertise as an instructor uh, for sailing. Um, how did you make the switch from, I guess, well, there's a whole there's a whole big pendulum swing there, right? Because it was like, you're going to learn how to sail, to I'm enjoying this, to I'm enjoying this so much I want to teach other people how to do it. So how did you go from, like, being dragged to the car to... <laughs> <laughs> like so being passionate about it I, and an expert. I probably would say that I had really good instructors that encouraged me to stay. And once I got good enough to start doing offshore racing, I got invited to crew in the Bahamas for a couple weeks um, for regatta. So it was basically a free vacation. And once I realized that I was good enough to do that and travel all over Florida, it was easy to fall in love with it. <laughs> <laughs> free vacations exactly. on the water with yeah. a sailboat? Yeah, that sounds terrible. <laughs> I don't know how anyone could enjoy that. Yeah, me too. I think as I as I get older, um, I enjoy more mellow stuff than like you know, like in my twenties, I would have been like you know, give me a wave runner and you know a twenty pack of beer, and I you know that's like an idea of fun for me. But like now, it's like I want to go sit on a sailboat in the middle of the ocean and mm-hmm. just hear the the waves lapping against the side and the rocking yeah. put me to sleep, and you know, or I want to sit in a quiet 
uh, apartment with the lights off and read a book by a candle. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just don't want any input. Right. Um, just some so that's time. yeah. So that's awesome. Um, so, um, how did you know uh, that you were ready to teach? Like, at what point did you kind of realize that you were? Um, you know, what point did the student become the teacher, if you will? Uh, I don't know that there was a definitive turning point, but the program that I used to teach at, I was a student at. And so it's a completely volunteer run program, which my father was very involved with. So mm -hmm. my father became an instructor, which is always fun when your dad is your own teacher. Oh, I bet. Um, but <laughs> he, uh, he encouraged me one year to, um, to start teaching some of the little kids on the basic boats. And mm -hmm. I just found that I was very excited to get little kids who were initially afraid of going on on their own and mm -hmm. then by the end of the four-week program they're like excited to jump on their own boat so um it was just really cool to realize how much I knew as well in that moment to be able to teach somebody to to sufficiently sail on their own mm -hmm. um and I just kind of ran with it for a few years so um what kind of boats do they start out on is it the uh, sailfish we either the... start them out on the opties or mm -hmm. the sunfish okay. but or I'm sorry, sailfish. The sailfish I feel are a little bit easier to set up and master. And you get the wider, yeah, wider and the, and the setup. The setup literally takes two minutes, but um, they're a little bit bigger. So for a little kid to be able to pull in that sail with the main sheet is a little bit more of a task than mm -hmm. the opties. Mm -hmm. And there's no, there's no, there's no winches on those things. That's all brute strength. Yep, yeah. all all pulleys. Yeah. And the opties are impossible to flip over, so that's why we start the little little kids. They're like a little <laughs> floating bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> that's true and do those i don't remember those have a dagger board right uh -huh. yeah okay. yep both of the all three of the boats that i yeah. taught had dagger boards yeah i know there was one that had the um it was like a, a rib instead of a dagger board but i don't remember which one that was but uh i'm um, not sure we had to load yeah. them up on trailers so oh yeah come that must have been fun yes <clears throat> i'm trying to think i think the sailing program that my brother and i did I think they stored them on a floating dock so they just flip them in oh, and, uh, that's nice yeah yeah it was pretty easy i think for them so um all right so you're uh you're a reluctant student you're an enthusiastic student <laughs> you do well and you're asked to come back as an instructor the next year um what was it like teaching for the first time um like from your perspective would you agree with the statement that um you know teaching makes you better because I, I think from some of the people that I've spoken to in the past and we were talking before we started recording about nursing stuff and um, you know we talk about see one do one teach one mm -hmm. where it's like you watch someone do it then you know you do it with them watching you and then you teach someone else how to do it and it really comes 360 with with reinforcing all of the skill so do you think that that really is is applicable in sailing as well uh definitely yeah i um when i started racing on some of the bigger boats too i ended up training a new four deck um crew member which was the position i was in it was their granddaughter um and it definitely reinforces what you know because then they will ask a lot of questions that keep you on your toes and make sure that you know everything and obviously mm -hmm. if you don't know the answer as a teacher you have to figure it out so mm -hmm. Um, you end up learning more anyway as well. <laughs> not, not that because I said so, you're right. like, I'll get back to you next yeah. time. You yeah. Know? yeah. So I definitely think that it has helped me be a better sailor. Um, just having to find ways to explain it differently as well to kind of dumb it down for kids to mm -hmm. grasp the concept, I think helps a lot mm -hmm. too and making you think differently. I've heard it said before that if you can explain your job to a first grader, 
you really understand it. No, I'm serious. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. if you can break it down at that most simple level. Right. Like, I, you know, I've been doing what I do for 16 years. I don't know that I can really explain it very well to a to yeah. a little kid. Like, you know, I help make sure medicines are safe. I guess maybe that's the right. easiest way to explain yeah. it. But, like, <laughs> the how, I couldn't explain that to a kid. Yeah. Um, so, uh, all right, so you start teaching, right? Um, what's, like, the first thing you want to make sure that somebody understands, like, day one or, like... Uh, another way of asking the same question is, you know, if someone is listening, like, what should they know if they're like, all right, this sounds cool, Mickey. How do I start sailing? Like, what's yeah. number one? So we always actually started our first class with understanding points of sale, which basically means the different directions in which you can go relative to the direction that the wind is coming from. Mm-hmm. So if you have a wind that's coming from north to south, you cannot go directly in a northern path because you cannot go straight into the wind ever. So a sailboat is propelled forward by force of wind. Obviously, you use the sails to capture that energy. And um, if you're going directly into the wind, there's no way for the sail to capture that. So first and foremost, understanding that you cannot go in a straight line all the time on a sailboat (laughs) is always something that we love to tell the kids and they get very frustrated. Um, But it's very true. Especially if, like you said, the wind's coming from the north and you need to go north. Yes. Yeah. When they have to come back to the shore and they can't get there, they love to scream. But it's okay. Uh, No. So you can't go straight into the wind. You basically can go any other direction except that. And then the next step to understanding that is where you need to have the sail at appropriately to the boat. So if you're going straight downwind, the sail is going to be all the way let out at a 90 degree angle. The closer you come up to going straight into the wind, the closer you bring the sail into the boat. If you're just going to jump on a boat without anyone there to instruct you, let it in and out a couple times, see where it feels good, where you get the most resistance, you're probably in the right spot. But don't go straight into the wind. Um, Otherwise, uh, we always go over a couple basic knots. Um, There's plenty of YouTube videos you can look up. Some basic ones is a figure eight and a cleat knot and a bowlin, I think, are probably the top three. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, sheet knot's another good one. Um, And just understanding the safety behind being in the water. So wear life vests, and if you can't swim, understand that. Uh, Stay calm if you're in a lake. There's really not much that can happen. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, boats do flip over, so yeah. we like to teach kids how to bring a boat back upright. Oh, I love in that. General. That's my yeah, favorite. Yeah, so capsizing. Yeah, standing on the rail. Yes, and, yeah. bouncing up and down to get the yeah. boat back up. Yeah. Um, but that's all a little bit detailed. So yeah. generally understanding the direction in which you can go and how to get yourself to go that way. Um, they're called the points of sail. Um, and then just understanding the parts of the boat. There's a train. Um, So understanding the different parts of the boat. I mean, when you steer a sailboat like a sunfish, you have a tiller, which is what you hold on to, and you steer using that, which is connected to the rudder, which goes into the water. Um, You push it the opposite direction you want to go. So you push left, you go right. We have uh, CSX delivering the world on time here through Youngsville. And they're... They're crossing Main Street, making sure that they don't plow anybody down. They've over-exaggerated their point, and I think they're good now. Okay, so we're back. (laughs) Um, So, yes, steering is opposite. Uh, You have a rope that you hold in your hand that pulls the sail in and out, and that's kind of the uh, the ultimate basics of Mm -hmm. it. Cool. So, um what would you give as advice to somebody who let's say is um 
maybe in the middle of their sailing career and hasn't reached the level of expertise that you have or like myself like hasn't been in a sailboat since like AOL was a thing (laughs) so like (laughs) Um, what would you say is like um you know kind of the key maybe mid-level skills that people should really or or milestones they should be hitting in the midpoint of uh yeah of expert becoming an expert in sailing so um i mean finding bigger boats that have more complicated sails uh is a good way to learn there's a lot of different head sails that come on certain boats um but a good way to experience different things would be um finding a yacht club near you or a sailing club close to you and just kind of putting yourself out there everyone's always looking for a crew especially someone reliable who will show up on time and put in work and if you're willing to learn um i have found that most people I have crewed for, especially if you get into racing, love to teach because then you become a valuable member on their team. Um, and racing is a great way to learn, especially one design racing, because then you're all on the same boat. And so at that point, the, the playing only, field is leveled and yeah, the, only, the only real... It's your skill. Yeah. Yeah. yeah your awesome. skill, your knowledge, and your, um, your technique. So I would recommend trying out some one design racing and just crew on a bunch of different boats. I mean, there's always something done differently that you can learn and use to improve a different boat that you're on in the future or reflect back upon how you did things differently before. But yeah. So I want to do a a mid beer check-in. I'm uh, I'm a little more than halfway through this and um, I think this is certainly improved by age. What do you think? Yeah, I'm still enjoying it. Yeah, I think it's... um, you know, obviously being the master sessions, we were talking about session beers. And so right. we picked something that was aligned with sailing, um, you know, with the, the nautical theme of it being a salty turtle. Um, but also I think, um, you know, it's definitely, uh, this is something I could have four or five of really easy. I mean, it's mm-hmm. very, very palatable. It's, um, it's got a good, I think this might be a good one to recommend to someone that like, doesn't really like IPAs but you're like no you're just not drinking the right ones you know like this one feels like one that like you could give to somebody yes yeah (laughs) yeah the other one that I like to recommend to people that don't like IPAs is um Hopsecutioner oh that uh, is a good one Mm -hmm. yeah because it's got the rye in it and it cuts that Mm -hmm. that you know hoppy bitter aftertaste right out and this doesn't have any it's more citrus aftertaste than it is it's um it's like orange grapefruit peel. It's that kind of bitter, mm-hmm. like you know the the white part. If you go to get too too aggressive, right? With your citrus. <laughs> but um, no, it's very good. I, I I think we might have to have another one of these. Um, so um, all right. So you've got um, somebody maybe who is um, midpoint of their sailing career, but maybe frustrated. Mm-hmm. they can't get to that next level or they don't know you know what to what to do next or um maybe they want to make that switch from you know crewing to getting their own larger boat and, mm-hmm. and starting to um to enter into some races or they want to start teaching what advice would you give someone that's that's ready to kind of elevate themselves to that next step and, and reach the level that you're at yeah so um I would recommend trying out a couple different boats, whether you can find other people to crew with or um, talk to a different 
a dealer or if you find a used boat, ask if you can take it out for a sale. Make sure that you're comfortable with it. Um, and then kind of figure out what's important to you. If you're purely wanting to race, you're going to be looking at a very different boat than if you're also going to want to cruise and you need a bathroom and a kitchen and all that. Um, but if you're really trying to get into racing and you're ready to get your own boat, I would also make sure that you have some crew and that you guys go out and practice. Uh, communication is key, obviously, when you're working as a team. Um, no different on a boat. You guys all have to work together. Um, and then just get out there. I mean, enter as many races as you can. Find a sailing club that's active. A lot of them will do like summer series races and it's once a week and it's very low key. There's no money to enter and you don't win anything, but it's a great way to get to know the boat and get some practice in and get to know your crew. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny that you mentioned communication because we were also talking about leadership earlier. And, right. Um, I think that's a very good parallel. It, it definitely helps make you a better leader having that kind of experience. Mm-hmm. That's something I talk to my boys about with, um, um, with um, you know, Cub Scouts and Boy Scouts and yeah, the leadership absolutely. aspects of it. Um, you know, when we were talking about knots as well earlier that kind of ties into scouts it's something i'm definitely not going to tackle on this podcast <laughs> there's no way we could explain no, tying knots podcast. yeah that's a video podcast yeah um but uh, i think that um you know uh other friends that i have um have done crew um you know rowing mm-hmm. um have talked about the importance of teamwork and communication how much mm-hmm. they learned from that as well so yeah um i think that that you know that's a that's a great takeaway uh, as far as like a secondary skill that you get from the sailing yeah, besides absolutely. just the skill of sailing. Mm-hmm. Um, so are there any resources? I know you mentioned um, local yacht clubs and racing clubs. Mm-hmm. Um, any other, you know, organizations, resources, um, literature? Um, like I said, it's been a very long time since I've been on a yeah. sailboat. So there's not, uh, I, can, I can think of like the American Sailing Association. Yep. Um, um, there's also U.S. Sailing is a uh-huh. very active um, company. I guess not company, but membership that you can join. Yeah. They put out uh, a lot very, of literature they're too. They're very involved yes. with, uh, mm-hmm. with education. Very. Yeah. yeah, you can get a lot of certifications through them um, for instructing and all that kind of stuff. Um but they have a lot of information on different regattas that go on all around the world too, mm-hmm. which is kind of interesting to keep up with if you're a big fan of the sport. Mm-hmm. Um, but that would be a cool resource to sign up for. And then um, just really looking local though at the end of the day is where yeah. you're going to get the most help. You want something where you can connect with people and have a beer together and talk right. about sailing like we're doing right now yeah. versus like, you know, uh, reading an online forum and troll posting and yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that's a good that's a good point too. And you mentioned it being a sport. Um, so, um, obviously, um, there's a lot of uh, competition um, and a lot of it's televised too. So uh, America's Cup, we were yes. talking about that earlier. Yeah. Um, that might be something that people might be interested in checking mm-hmm. out. Um, I don't think that's all. Um, I think there's there's um, requirements for participation, but I don't think they all have the same boat, right? For America's um, they Cup. do. Yeah, oh, they America's do? Cup is one okay. design. Um, they usually change the design every so many years. Mm. I can't remember exactly what, what causes them to change it, but it has changed. Um, the most recent ones have been a lot of the catamarans. Now, speaking of which, I just saw something the other day that, uh, um, oh gosh, what's the guy's name? The head of Oracle. Um, 
Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> Larry Ellison. Okay. Larry Ellison. Um, he and another guy. So uh, Larry is a very big sailor. He's very much into sailing. Um, he has Oracle sponsors a bunch of racing boats, right. and um, they created a new catamaran style. I don't, have you seen this? Mm-hmm. Where it's like a it's like a Formula One catamaran. Okay. And it's going to be that same you know single body style you know uh, racing format, mm-hmm. but they're they're actually trying to do like a NASCAR type series oh. uh, with these catamarans. Yeah. That'd be so cool. they're. Yeah, they want to do it, you know, um, similar to like, you know, we, we, we both sometimes watch MotoGP, you know, right, so right. Um, that's a motorcycle one for those of you that, that don't uh, know what that is. Um, and uh, so you have NASCAR for cars, and so they're trying to come up with something, you know, the same kind of style um, okay. internationally with that. So that's pretty cool. So yeah. where is where is like the mecca, would you say, of sailing? Like where is the place that oh. people, you know, where sailing is the most important thing? I mean, growing up in Florida, there's a huge sailing culture, and Mm -hmm. um, every so many cities, we have a whole sailing yacht club, Mm -hmm. um, and we frequently compete against each other, Um, and so there'll be regattas that have a overall winner, but then they also do club winners to see Mm -hmm. how many people from each club have placed, and kind of a point system thing. So uh, cool. it's definitely alive and well in Florida. Um, otherwise, I haven't traveled too, too much. Mm-hmm. Um, Bermuda, we were, we're Yes, yeah, Bermuda. there's That's the Bermuda, big... Bermuda race. Um, yeah. I've done a lot of racing in the Abacos. It's pretty popular over there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I mean, I know the Mediterranean is a beautiful oh, place yeah. to be out on a sailboat. Yeah. There's not too much of it on the west side of the United States because the ocean's so intense. Um, yeah. But South Africa, I believe as well, also has a pretty big culture yeah. of, um, of boating in yeah. general. That's cool. Yeah. So um, any closing thoughts, anything you want to plug, any social media stuff, any, uh, any organizations or anything like <laughs> um, that? No, I would just encourage um, parents especially to kind of get your kids into a youth sailing program if you have one local to you. That's my mm-hmm. little plug, especially yeah. if... Anyone listening is down in South Florida. The Hillsboro Inlet Sailing Club has a wonderful <laughs> youth sailing program that I That's used to awesome. help run with my father. Um, but it's it's a very unique hobby that not many yeah. people are able to do. So I've always taken pride in my fun fact being that I race sailboats. And you always get some <laughs> oohs and ahs and confused yeah. looks. Um, so there's my plug. Set, yeah. set your kid up to do something yeah. different and not just baseball and stuff. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, it's true. And, um, you know, I can, I can speak to the Atlantic Highlands Yacht Club in New Jersey. Uh, you know, they, they have a, they had <laughs> eons ago when I was a youth, they had a youth sailing program. Um, I have to think there's probably something local here too in Raleigh. I don't know what it is. But I've they're... looked up a couple. I haven't really gone to any meetings or anything okay. yet. On the yeah. bucket list. Too. <laughs> it's hard to move. We've got a couple lakes around here, so I'm yeah, sure there's yeah. probably something. Um, all right. Well, um, you know, certainly feel free to give us feedback and um, any questions. I know how to reach Mickey, so you can reach out to me and I will forward those questions to her. Um, you can find me on uh, Untapped, uh, Twitter and Instagram at Sun Command. Um, please make sure and uh, give us some feedback on what you like, what you don't like, thoughts on show topics, etc. Um, make sure and subscribe. Make sure and share. Um, and, uh, if it's in iTunes, make sure and leave a rating and a review. Um, all right. Well, we'll talk to you guys next time. Thanks a lot. Thanks Mickey for joining us. Yeah. Thank you for having me. All right. Bye.